if you want to make sure that your words are being heard in heaven, then use the words that are in scripture. Those words are guaranteed to reach heaven because they came from heaven. Hey y'all, welcome back to the God's Perfect Size Show. I'm your host, Kim Jogway. I'm the voice in your ear that's coaching you and praying for you behind the scenes as you strive towards your weight loss goals and your health goals. I'm here to bring you the truth every week and to encourage you in the word of God so that you find victory to overcome food addiction and walk in the fullness of freedom that Jesus has promised you. So let's get to it. So this week I was chatting with a coworker about feeling like sometimes our prayers hit the ceiling and we're not seeing results from our prayer life. I want to address that this week because the word of God has a lot to say about how we're to pray and what we're to pray. And I want to share those two things with you this week, just in case you are feeling like you are praying, but your prayers are hitting the ceiling and you're not getting where you need to be. Now, just a disclaimer, God is God, so we can't control his timing or how he does it or what he does. He's sovereign, but he has told us that we can come to him and petition him in prayer. He's shared with us that we are to pray his word. And so that's where we're going to start. One of the first things we need to take a look at when we are feeling like we're not getting our prayers through, like God is not hearing us, is number one, we've got to check, are we in right standing with God? Do we have a relationship with him? Oftentimes, it's as simple as we don't recognize that God hears us and is listening to our prayers because we don't stick around to linger in conversation with him and ask him what he has to say. I was completely one of those people who would pray to the Father about something, and I'd always be pouring out my laundry list of requests. But I don't think I really back then ever took a breath to say, God, what do you have to say about this? And I certainly didn't sit there and listen in silence because I thought that seemed pointless. I don't think I'm going to hear anything anyways. So I might as well just pour everything out, tell God my list of what I want, what I need, kind of like he was a genie in a bottle and I'd make these demands and then I'd go off into the sunset and my life stayed the same. It felt powerless and it felt never changing. And I just always felt like I was stuck in the same place. And I'd repeat that over and over again until somebody set a model of prayer before me. And that's what I strive to do for you. I want us to pray real prayers that reach heaven. I want us to pray real effective prayers that actually change our lives and our circumstances. And when a person shared that with me, it changed everything in my life going forward. My relationship with God got deeper. My knowledge of scripture got deeper. I mean, everything changed. And so that's what I hope to share with you. You may already know how to pray. You may already do this and you may already have fervent, effectual prayers that reach heaven. And if you do, that is not only fantastic, make sure you're sharing it with someone else in your life. Look around and see who else needs that skill set, because I guarantee there's somebody who's just starting their faith journey or somebody younger and who maybe is older in flesh, but younger in the faith and doesn't quite know how to pray. So here's what I want to share with you today. A friend asked me, how do I make sure I get my prayers through to heaven? It's by faith. Everything we do is by faith. Faith guarantees us that God is going to hear our prayers. 
So that's number one. Number two, I know that I'm in right standing with Jesus. I know that he's my savior. I know that I I serve him. I know that even when I sin, I ask for forgiveness. Don't let anybody tell you you have to be perfect. What you have to do is be in need of a savior and you have to be willing and ready to obey no matter what. And you have to be vulnerable enough that when you sin against God, you repent. That means you simply go to him and ask for forgiveness and you turn from the thing you're doing and you turn back to the father. You repent and you you sincerely mean it. And then you trust God to help you mature in that area and walk it out. It's never going to be by our works. It's never going to be by what we do. It's always going to be by faith and trusting in God. So that's how I know my prayers get through to heaven. That's how I know I'm in right standing because Jesus is my savior. It's as simple as that. But here's the thing about prayer. And here's the thing about getting your needs met in prayer. People can tend to pray what sounds good. We ask God for things that we need and we should. We can approach the father and say, hey, God, I'd like to lose this weight or I'd like to be free in my flesh. I'm tired of dieting. I'm tired of white knuckling it. I'm tired of feeling trapped by food. It's okay to pray those prayers. You absolutely need to pray those prayers. But the one thing I know about the word of God is it says that God's word will accomplish what he sent it to accomplish. You've heard me say that before. Hebrews 4.12 reminds us that for the word of God is alive. It's alive. It's active and it's powerful. It is sharper than a double-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow, and it exposes the innermost thoughts and desires. His word is living and it's moving and it's going into the deep places in our hearts. It's going to the areas that we don't share with the world. It's going into those dark places where we're most wounded and most hurt and where sin tends to fester in the dark. His word is living and active and it penetrates to those places. So if you're not reading the word of God, then it really is going to be nearly impossible to change anything about your life because it's his word that will go in and do the work inside of you. It's his word that will go in and change your mind and give you a new mindset. It's your word that will go in into those places that fester with pain and sin. His word will go in and bring healing and cleansing to those areas in your life. His word works like that for every believer. And we all have that opportunity to read his word and be healed and saved by it. And here's the next thing I want to share with you. So 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15 read like this. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. The number one thing about getting what you need in prayer is making sure that you are in the will of God. You ask God, is this your will? You submit it and you trust him with it. You make sure that what you're asking for lines up with scripture and that you have a biblical foundation for what you are asking for. And above all, you trust the Father and you submit it to Him and you say, let this be your will, the end. That's the truth of it. There's no magical formula for this. He's laid it out clearly in scripture. It has to be in the will of God. We can ask for a myriad of things 
But at the end of the day, it's God's will that he will perform in our lives. It's not our will. It's not what we want. We can ask him for a million things. And it can feel hard when we really want something desperately that is not in God's will, or when we really want something that is in his will, but the timing is different than what we want it to be. We've got to trust God to know that his timing is perfect. His timing is a part of his will. That's just how it is. So you've got to trust God with this. Here's how I know that we have food freedom in Christ, because the scripture teaches us that God wants us to live self-controlled lives. Scripture teaches us that God doesn't want us to be taken captive by anything. He doesn't want us to exalt anything above who he is. So anytime we get caught up in an addiction, we get caught up in drugs, alcohol, food, sex, pornography, All of that is sinful according to his word. So I know that's not a part of his will. So when we go to him and ask him, please rescue us from this, he is more than happy to do it because it is sin that is being committed against him and he wants to deliver us from it. He sent his son to die on a cross to deliver us from it. So your food freedom is guaranteed. Do you hear me? Your food freedom is guaranteed in Christ. God wants you to walk in freedom. He wants you to walk by the spirit in self-control. He has died to give you that. So we don't have to ask and say, God, do you want me to be free of food addiction? Do you want me to stop obsessing over this? Do you want me to not be bound by this? He absolutely gave his life on the cross so that you would be free so that you would walk in total freedom, and so that your family would too. The enemy is always at work trying to get us to believe otherwise. So what we need to do is trust the word of life. That's Jesus. And God has given us his holy scriptures to read, to meditate on, and then to say back to him. So when you are praying, if you want to make sure that your words are being heard in heaven, then use the words that are in scripture. Those words are guaranteed to reach heaven because they came from heaven. Those words belong to the Father. So when you pray, stand believing that you're going to receive it, and then make sure you're using scripture to pray. You can pour out your heart and use your own words, that's fine. And when you're done doing that, find scriptures that line up with what you're asking God for and pray those scriptures. I personally, when I was going through the struggles of food addiction back then, I prayed and I said, God, you said that I would have a spirit of self-control. So I am standing on that belief that that is mine and that you are with me and you are in me, giving me self-control every day. And I thank you. And I'm going to keep showing up and claiming my self-control until I'm walking fully in it. I prayed just like that. And I trusted God that his word was true and that I had what I needed. How about you give that a try this week? If you have not been praying in that way, then try it. Trust God, ask him for what you need, and use the authority of his word to do it. Pray some of your own prayers, but also pray the power that comes from scripture, because those words are the Father's, and those words will never fail you. I hope you are encouraged by this this episode this week. Thank you for working with me and walking with me as I recover. I know I still have a little bit of congestion. I'm doing a whole lot better, y'all. And hopefully the next time I come on, I will be completely myself again. And I thank each and every one of you who prayed. 
that God would restore me and give me health. I appreciate you and I thank you. Well, that's it for this week. I look forward to having you in the next episode. God be with you. Make sure you're praying from the scripture. That's where your power is. I can't wait to hear your testimonies and be sure to join us in our Facebook group, God's Perfect Size. I'd love to have you there and hear some of the prayers. Leave some if you want to. Write them or put them in a post or speak them and post them. We'd love to hear some of the prayers that y'all are praying out there. We all could use a little more prayer. I thank you for tuning in. I'm blessed by your presence, y'all. Until next time, be blessed.